Welcome back to Legacy Messages by Dennis Kiesler. I'm Wendy Buffington, your host. Today we'll be hearing from Granddaddy, and the message is entitled Impossibilities. Absolutely nothing is impossible with God. I am a walking miracle, and I know this firsthand, but I hope you'll let this message penetrate to your very core so that you can understand that nothing's impossible with God. Blessings. But I want to talk about impossibilities this morning. And uh, there's a, about four passages of Scripture that I would like to, to use, two of them back in the Old Bible. Jeremiah, the 32nd chapter and at this particular setting Jeremiah was in prison he had been captured and was put in prison and uh, there was well there's a lot that surrounds it one of his cousins had some land that uh, he could not take care of and he went to the prison to see Jeremiah about uh, buying this land but we're not going to talk in that uh, Vain, but I want to pick up two passages of scripture that was quoted in all of this transaction. In the 32nd chapter of uh, Jeremiah, I'd like to read the 17th verse and the 27th verse. As uh, Jeremiah was praying and he said, Oh, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power and stretched out on. And there is nothing too hard for thee. In the 27th verse, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Then if you would like to turn over to the 18th chapter of, uh, of St. Luke's Gospel, when uh, in, the, in the 27th verse concerning the rich young ruler, I would like to to read a verse of scripture there when if you remember this rich young ruler wanted to know about eternal life and uh, Jesus told him that what all he had to do thou knowest the commandments do not commit adultery do not kill do not steal do not bear false witness honor thy father and thy mother and uh, he answered so all these I've kept for my youth up. But then Jesus said, Yet likest thou one thing, go and sell all that you have, you know, and uh, distribute it to the poor. Well, you know the story. He went away sorrowful. And uh, Jesus made the, the statement uh, that he was very sorry and said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And then the disciples, they were thinking about this and they asked the question and they that heard it said who then can be saved 
and he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Now, if you would turn back to Luke's uh, gospel, back to the first chapter of the same book, and uh, I believe the 37th verse, when, uh, and at this particular season of the year when we are approaching the Christmas holidays and we think uh, about the birth of Jesus and this precious young girl that was approached by the angel and uh, said, you're going to have a baby. And of course, uh, that was certainly not possible because she was not married. She was a virgin. She had never known a man. And it cannot be possible. But then we hear in verse 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. So those four passages of scripture I would like for us to look at back in Jeremiah when he cried out and said, Oh Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power and by thy outstretched arm. And nothing is too difficult or too hard for thee. And then again that verse, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Now I think that it would just be, it's just so comforting to know that with all the problems that we are confronted with, and I just want us to be comforted this morning, and I, I, I want this myself. I need this myself. Of all the things that I'm with, there is absolutely nothing that is impossible with God. With men, things are impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. And since I am His child, I should be comforted with this thought that, that even though it's impossible and there may come times that I am standing uh, neck deep in impossibilities and I cannot do anything about it. You see, maybe, maybe I haven't recognized and I haven't truly understood who I am. And I maybe have not truly recognized that we are serving a God that has all power. We have heard this. This is something that's been inbred in us over and over again. God can do anything. I like the quote when he said, my God can do anything. There's nothing that is impossible with God. Absolutely nothing. All things are possible. And as the little lady that was so concerned when the angel stood before her and said, you're going to be the mother of a, a precious baby and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Well, she said that cannot be. But she was not aware that uh, of her, and she was aware of her limitation, but she wasn't conscious of the fact that there is nothing that is impossible with God. 
Now, I think we should take great courage this morning in this thought. Uh, impossibilities that we face, we face them uh, all the time in our lives, but if we would just be contented to say, well, I'm going to turn it over into the hands of the Lord. Everything is possible with God. Whatever situation, whether it be, and you can allow your imagination to roam, I don't know, and I may not be able, and I could not touch all the things that are bothering you and in your specific situation. Every day we rise against problems. We come against uh, difficulties. But we need to recognize who we are. That we have been bought with a price. We belong to Him. And uh, there's nothing that's impossible. Now, I would like for us to uh, look at one impossible I mean a total impossible event that took place in the New Testament. And I've read in your hearing, uh, in the old Bible, Lord, is there anything that's too hard for thee? And then the answer, there is nothing too hard for me. It's all right. I can handle the situation. And in your problem, in your situation, whatever it is, God can handle that situation. Now, if you would like to look in uh, the sixth chapter uh, of John at this impossible event, but I'm just going to kind of talk to us about it. This is a, a very familiar event, and it's very unique because of uh, so many things that surround it. It's, it's, uh, for several reasons, it's very unique. First of all, it's a miracle, and it's the only miracle that all four Gospels tell about. It is such a unique and such a, a great miracle, an absolute miracle, an impossible event, but it happened. And uh, secondly, it's the only account where Jesus Ask the advice of somebody else when he was confronted with uh, a problem such as this. And uh, third, it's the only time that Jesus performed a miracle before such a large crowd of people. And uh, fourthly, it is an absolute miracle. Now, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever. And as we begin that chapter and looking at it after these things, and of course uh, we need to kind of remember about these things, Jesus had just been very busy in all areas uh, performing great things and uh, being with the disciples and they were very worn out and tired. And then uh, they decided to cross the Sea of Galilee and go into the mountain and relax get just a little rest. Uh, I think it would do some of us good that stay right, you know, so extremely busy all the time once in a while to slack off and rest a little bit. Well, this was the occasion here. Jesus and the, the disciples, they went across and uh, withdrew out into a desert place. They were going to rest a little bit. But then I want you to picture the scene. 
I want you to get a picture in your mind. Now, we've read some passages of Scripture about our God is able to do everything. And, uh, but you, you may say, well, preacher, there's never been uh, an event as mine is. There's never been, you've never come up against anything. And uh, you might say, well, God may have performed miracles in your life, but I'm up against a problem that, that I cannot do anything with it. Well, that's exactly the truth. You stated that right. When you say, I can't do anything with it. It's an impossible thing that I can't do anything about. That is why, and if we would recognize this and come to the realization that I need to take my hands off of it, I need to take my thinking uh, abilities away from it, and the way that I want to run things and, and get it to work out may be totally wrong. And so I need to leave it in the hands of the Lord. It's an impossible thing for me to handle. So I don't know about your impossible events in your life, the problem that you're confronted with. But let's look at this uh, picture this morning. Here Jesus and the disciples were, they were nestled there and they were going to rest. And then they looked out across that plain and there came about eight or 10,000 uh, people. And uh, there they came and they wondered, what in the world are we going to do with all of these people? How are we going to handle it? What are we going to do? Uh, and uh, there was no food and Jesus told them, said, now we're going to have to feed them. And so I, I mentioned the fact uh, that it's the only time that Jesus asked anybody's advice. And so here he asked Philip. He said, Philip, where can we get uh, this amount of food? Where can we get the food to feed these many here in the wilderness? Now, Jesus himself knew. He was asking this for Philip's own benefit. And Philip, he, he failed on that question. And uh, he, instead of answering him, and, and instead of saying what he should have said, well, Master, you have handled every other situation. I'm going to depend upon you. But then Philip began to talk about uh, when Jesus asked, asked him the question, where are we going to get it? Philip wanted to know how much. How much is it going to take? Uh, 200 penny worth of bread would not even be a, wouldn't even begin to start it. And I want you to look at this situation. Way out there in a desert and there was no golden pantries or Mr. B's or, or any of these are convenience stores. So they were up against a dilemma. They were really up against a problem. What are we going to do? And uh, how in the world can we uh, go through this? How can we feed this many people? This is an impossible event. And there may be times in your life that you come to an impossible event. And you don't know and you can't know what to do about it. You can't work it out yourself. It's beyond me. Therefore, we need to learn this vital lesson that is before us this morning. When, we, when we're standing uh, all the way covered up in impossibilities, we need to recognize that our God is the one that can hear. He's the one that can solve my problem. He can meet my need. Now, it's so easy for uh, folks to be so pessimistic and, uh, and not, not enjoy the blessings of the Lord. It reminds me of two farmers. 
that lived next door to one another. And I was reminded of that this morning when Brother Etheridge was talking in the Sunday school class about maybe two people being discouraged and how uh, discouragement can really uh, tear both of them down when we should not associate with somebody that's all time being down in the dumps and we it, it will drag us down. We need to be strong enough to help them up and uh, kind of build them back up. But these two farmers, they live next door and uh, every morning one of the farmers would be very uh, perky and happy and outgoing personality and he'd see his neighbor there and he'd say good morning isn't this a beautiful day the sun's shining and how beautiful it is farmer say yeah but if we don't get some rain said everything's going to dry up well day or two rocked on the showers of rain would come and the farmer that was excited he said good morning said isn't this a beautiful shower of rain that we're having the other farmer said, yeah, he said, if it rains too much, our grain will sour in the field. He was always pessimistic, always. So this other farmer said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to find some way of getting this man excited. And so he spent a lot of money. He bought a beautiful bird dog, a dog uh, that would go out and bring in the ducks. I don't know whether that's a bird dog or what kind of a hound it is that likes the water, go out and retrieves the ducks. And so he really worked for that dog and he spent, spent a lot of money on him. So the little uh, parable goes and said he got this dog to the place that he could literally walk on the water. And uh, oh, he carried his uh, farmer friend out that was so pessimistic and uh, they got hid in the blinds and the ducks came in and the dog was in the boat and, and he said, I've really got a surprise for my brother now. And so here they came and there those farmers, they shot the ducks, they fell. And so he told that dog, Rover, go get them. And out on the water, on top of the water, he went, picked it up, brought it back in and that farmer looked at him and said, now what do you think? He said, that dog can't even swim. <laughs> so, it, it, when we when we look at impossibilities, we 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 think, my, I can't handle this situation. But here, he said, uh, Philip, where are we going to get this? And Philip said, How much is it going to take? And then there was Nathaniel or Andrew. And there was Andrew, uh, Peter's brother, and uh, he had he volunteered a little information. He had been. Uh, looking the crowd over and I don't know just why he did it but he had been snooping around and he had found a little boy's uh, lunch bag and there was a, a couple barley loaves and a few fish in there and these little uh, pieces of bread were just about like a pancake very brittle and the fish that uh, this little fella had they were not the type of fish that you would go over to uh, the Buddhist fish house or up to Red Mental Lodge and get because if you carry those fish as good as they are for a certain amount of time out in the dry place, they'd soon become offensive and you could not use them. You could not eat them. They would spoil. But these little fish this little fella had were very small and they were pickled fish. And that was the reason they were preserved. But uh, here, uh, Andrew, he came and volunteered this information. He said, Master, 
We have got these uh, many fish right here, and he would have been a head. He would have really uh, been doing himself good if he had just said, Now here, you can handle the situation. Here they are, Master. I found these fish. You take them, and I believe that you can work with it. But he, he stuck his foot in his mouth, and he said, But what are they among so many? So he didn't have uh, the faith that he needed. And uh, there they said, An impossible event. What are they among so many? But then we need to, what we need to do is to release our grip. We need to turn our problems. I need to turn my problems. And you need to turn your problems into the hand of the specialist. Into the hand of the master that can handle the situation. I don't know what to do. I don't have the answer. Oh, uh, Philip, he should have said, Master, I cannot do it, and I don't know what we're going to do. You're the one that has the ability to do it, and I'm going to look to you, and I'm going to believe that you can handle the situation. So here was an impossible event. Here was an impossibility that was about to be a fulfilled. And so they brought the bread to Jesus, and Jesus blessed it. And then he began to break it. And he gave it to the disciples. And they, after the people had been sitting down and they arranged them in companies, they went out and fed them. And I want you to know this morning that it's our responsibility to be a part of solving the impossibilities by releasing our grip, releasing our faith to the hands of the Master. Say, Master, I can't handle it, but you can. I can't solve this problem, but you can. And I'm going to be that vessel. I'm going to be that particular uh, instrument that you can use. I can just see uh, these old fellows that were very hungry and sitting down and just eating their fill. They were just, uh, and I can hear one of them call, call out, Hey, uh, Philip, how about bringing me some more bread over here? Bring me another piece of that fish. And these men were just as uh, baffled as they knew what, they, they, they just couldn't understand it. They had fed all of these uh, thousands of people. It was simply because uh, Jesus has the uh, power. And the God that I'm serving this morning, he's the same. And he can solve the problem that I'm confronted with. He can solve the problem that you're confronted with. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that's impossible with God. With men, things are impossible, but with God, they are possible. You remember the story in the New Testament, maybe in the next book, of where this young man, uh, when the disciples had prayed for him, he had had seizures all of his life, all of his life, and he would fall down into the water, into the fire. The disciples could not heal him, and this man came to Jesus and said, Master, said the disciples could not heal him, and would you do it? And of course Jesus rebuked those for not having faith. But then he said, if you can believe, all things are possible to those that believe. And he said, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. So I'm saying this morning, the things that are impossible with me, impossible with you, impossible with our church they are possible with God all things are possible all things are possible there is nothing 
absolutely, there is nothing that he can't do. And we are his children. Would you bow your heads with us, please? Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this great truth this morning. We can be standing in these impossibilities, baffled, frightened, don't want to face the tomorrows, don't know what's going to happen. Lord, help us to know how to turn it over to you. To turn it over to you. Speak to every heart this morning. And bring us the comfort. And the assurance. That we need. That there's nothing that's impossible with you. If we could only believe. Oh Lord, that young man, that young woman, that individual under the sound of my voice may be reasoning, well, I would live for Jesus, but I can't do it. Lord, help them to recognize that that is so true. They can't do it. But help us to be reminded of that scripture where Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Help us to have the courage to release our grip and to turn it into the hands of the specialist. Speak to all of our hearts and help us to be submissive to you. What everyone's praying this morning and you're thinking about that impossible event in your life. You may be thinking about that thing that's distressing and you don't know how to face it. You don't know what to do with it. Or you may have been a Christian for numbers of years, but, but you're baffled. And you don't know how to cope. And we may be pondering where can I find an answer? When it's so simple just to leave it in the hands of Jesus and say, Lord, you can handle it. As the music continues softly, maybe the Spirit of the Lord has pricked your heart this morning and you'd like to come and kneel. And you'd like to say, Lord, here it is. I can't handle it. And I'm going to leave it with you. Are you such a one this morning? You have a real need in your life. And you say, I can't handle it. It's too much for me. I'm making a mess out of things. And things are getting worse. And I don't know what to do. Jesus is the answer. 
when we have come to the end of all of our understanding, we can leave it in the hands of Jesus. Would you like to come? Is there one in this audience this morning? You've been such a timid audience. this morning for your prayers and I trust that we have all been comforted by the thought that he knows and he's my friend and he's a friend that will stick closer than a brother he knows all about me all things are possible to those that believe all right all minds clear now? Is there any other thing to be said? Fire, 